Time now to take a moment and to check in with our good friend, Dr. Matt Strauss, who is the acting medical officer of health for Haldeman Norfolk in Ontario and who wrote a column in the National Post a couple of days ago announcing his departure and uh, a few reasons why. So let's find out. Dr. Strauss, good morning and welcome back. Good morning. Thanks for having me back. You and I first talked many years ago about uh, the Great Barrington Declaration, which was basically a protest by some medical professionals in Canada to the measures that were undertaken by the government of Canada leading towards lockdowns and restrictions on a mass scale. You were one of the first Canadian signatories to that, and you took a lot of flack from it. And yet, Eventually, you found yourself a job as a regional medical officer of health. Square that circle for us, Dr. Strauss. Uh, sure enough. So I, I think that um, that document you referenced, the idea behind it was we need to do focus protection. We need to um, do everything we can to protect people who are vulnerable to having a bad time with COVID and not do the sort of restrictive and coercive things that we've been doing to young people like school closures, vaccine mandates capacity restrictions, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of these things that have, be, have come to seem normal over the pandemic period were never part of the pandemic plan, um, and they don't have a good evidence base behind them. And that's why I signed that document, and that's why I was speaking out a lot against these sorts of restrictions, and partly because I thought they can really harm people. I was worried right. we were going to see increases in domestic violence and, and overdose of these things um, if we kept going down that route. We did see those things. Um, I'm sorry to have been correct about that. Right. As I was speaking out about it, this rural, very common sense community in Ontario asked me to come be their public health officer because um, they were feeling that way as well. So when you took on the assignment of being medical officer of health for the region of Haldeman, Norfolk, down there on Lake Erie, Matt, uh, were you required at that time to basically sign on to all the provincial restrictions that were uh, uh, in effect, or were you given some latitude to interpret those guidelines? Guidelines can be interpreted. There's some flexibility with guidelines, uh, directives, cannot. I mean, so we had a reopening Ontario Act. It was passed by the legislature of Ontario. Um, I, you can't break the law. I never tried um, to, to overrule anything the province did. It just is the fact the way our, our system works here, the Minister of Health is the CEO of all the health care in Ontario. Right. So um, everything the province instituted, by no means could I countermand. But, sure. um, but many of my colleagues in other districts added things to what the province was doing. So they added vaccine mandates to other venues where they weren't required. They added mass mandates in venues where they weren't required. They added capacity restrictions. They added school closures, all, all, all sorts of things like that. And, and I didn't do any of those things because I didn't believe that the best medical evidence supported them. Well, interestingly, though, as you pointed out in your piece in the National Post a few days ago, Dr. Strauss, despite not necessarily going along with the crowd and those excessive restrictions that they uh, applauded, you managed in your jurisdiction a 30% lower rate of COVID mortality than the province of Ontario. How did that happen? So I don't take credit for that, but what what I do argue is obviously I didn't make things worse. This community, like I said, it's rural, it's common sense. Folks have a lot of connection and a lot of common sense. And I think that the community did a wonderful job protecting each other from all these bad things associated with the pandemic. And all I did was not make it any worse by adding restrictions that don't help 
and that kind of drive people crazy. Um, so I'm very proud, but like the proof is in the pudding. Sure. When I took the job, people said it would be a disaster because I have this skeptical view towards the restrictions. I was accused of, you know, I was the, we're going to go on fire in terms of COVID cases and, and, and people would be dying in the streets. And obviously that didn't happen. The proof is in the pudding. So now, Dr. Strauss, with a resurgence in respiratory ailments and the new variant of COVID-19, many medical professions, professionals rather, including here in British Columbia, are calling for a reenactment of some of those restrictions, particularly at the school level and masking in public places, those sorts of things. And I'm assuming this is these calls are being echoed across Canada. What's your reaction in the face of a new variant and this RSV surge? as well um so i don't know about the bc numbers in ontario our rsv rates and influenza rates are already going down and that's with no new restrictions these things come in waves they've always come in waves our whole lives the waves go up the waves go down and it's easy to perform a sun dance and and think that you made the sun go up or the or the rsv go down we didn't um so covid is with us forever now there will be new variants every year for the rest of our lives um, fortunately, with most people having been vaccinated. But then on top of that, most people having already had COVID and having very good natural immunity thereafter, every wave, every time you get it in your life is going is likely going to be less severe than the, than the time before. So, no, I don't think that we should be thinking about any sorts of restrictions or mandates at this point. Well, and further to your point about COVID going to be with us for the rest of our lives. Uh, so is it reasonable to assume that going forward uh, every year, uh, Canadians are quite likely, as they are requested already, to have that annual flu shot, that Canadians are going to be asked to combine that with a COVID shot on an annual basis, period? I would say that I, um, I'm, I'm unable to make a prediction about that uh, that far in the future. We'll, we'll see what happens. I think that sort of data is a moving target. Um, who knows if, if a, an 8th, ninth, 10th COVID booster uh, seven years from now is going to be helpful or not. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll, have, to, we'll have to play that by ear. We'll, we'll deal with that data when we have it. And as far as the uh, the public health uh, management, both at the national and provincial level, with reference specifically to restrictions and the sorts of measures that you have been imposing for many years, do you see there still an appetite for implementing those in the in the wake of or in in the possibility of of a new resurgence? Um, not with respect to COVID, right? So. In Ontario, I note that our Chief Medical Officer of Health recommended very strongly, gave the strongest possible recommendation that everyone wear masks. Right. Um, and yet, maybe 5% of people uh, on the street are wearing masks or, or indoors, for that matter, in the shops. So it seems pretty obvious to me that the public has moved on from this. I do worry that when the next pandemic rolls around, and there's been three pandemics in my lifetime, and I'm a relatively young man, um, I, I don't want these under-evidenced coercive measures like vaccine passports and mass mandates and, and the like to be part of our usual toolkit because mm-hmm. the evidence just doesn't support that. So I'm, I'm going to continue to speak out about this and I'm going to continue to say, look, these are the results that I had not adding these things um, because I am worried that the public health establishment still believes that these things are more helpful than they are. 
Well, Dr. Strauss, uh, you have spoken out against these matters uh, eloquently on these airwaves for a number of years. You've become a good friend of our program, sir. It's great to have you back again today, and it's a standing offer to return with uh, future developments as uh, we face uh, perhaps a future medical crisis. Thanks for this, Dr. Strauss. Great to have you back. Likewise. Thanks, darling. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.